0: Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another rousing edition of your favorite podcast about life and business unfiltered, the Breadren podcast. That's Breadren, as in B R E A D, bread, because we always talk about our bread and we always getting bread. And when I say we, I have to include my uh, esteemed and distinguished colleagues, Mr. Destrian Wells, D. Wells Consultant, and Dr. Ajamu Loving, CFP, uh, PhD, and all of the above uh, titles that are uh, due to him out of respect and uh yeah. legality of uh loving consulting LLC. How y'all doing, gentlemen?
1: What's good, bro? Doing great. Doing great. Bless,
0: bless, bless. It is it has been a minute, you know, you know, from 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 this setting. Obviously we communicate outside of this. Uh I do actually know these gentlemen personally. Um but so we are kicking off season three of the Brethren podcast and we're going to uh See where this takes us, as usual. In a true Brethren fashion, uh, we have come up with a topic, and that's all we've come up with. We have not pre-determined uh, any conversation or anything, uh, but tonight's topic, just to give you a little bit of background, uh, is financial energy, and I'll explain that in a minute. But like we do with Brethren, we we got to stay true to our roots. Uh, we do partake as we uh, have these conversations, Doctor Levin. I think you you I think you said you would you would you were drinking
1: beer is that what you know uh I, oh, wait. I do have a I have a beer here as well but i'm drinking uncle nearest 1884 mm. mixed with coke zero that was surprisingly great, smooth that was <laughs> a great year three years after the
0: illustrious suskegee university was founded uh in 1881 so well,
1: 1884 is great you yeah, know them I, and I, because, I boy, y'all always figure out a way No, hey, bring look, that in there
0: though <laughs> hey it's it, it's it's becoming, you know. Um, it's all right. I myself have a uh, a healthy portion of Jameson, sipping smooth. Uh, what 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 is with when, when no ice or nothing? This is neat, right? Is yeah, is neat.
1: neat.
2: Bring,
0: no, yeah, that's neat. what they call it. Yeah, neat. You know, I'll be knowing. I'd be like, hey, bring neat. me some whiskey. Hey.
1: Yeah, and then put it in a water glass. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you
0: got Pink is out when I sip. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Wells is not partaking because he is in the middle of a. Uh, uh, a quarrel with a certification he is he is winning currently i'm proud to say so he is oh. uh trying to keep his 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 heart and his mind clear uh yeah. to be certified and yet another thing like i said these these gentlemen are esteemed and distinguished uh on purpose you know legally you know they're certified and things uh far more advanced than myself that's why oh. i keep that's why i keep them around so this uh,
1: so this wasn't a beyonce juice cleanse i got, no <laughs> That Why you wasn't why drinking? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> hey. Word uh, oh, no. of investing. No no, a- no, no, that's actually a far, a far bigger deal. I had to throw that out there. They're trying to keep it nice and jovial, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to a wonderful conversation.
0: Bread being dropped and crumbs being picked up by those who need them. Cheers.
1: Cheers. I'm sorry, true. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good it's coming no nah, i feel like a Hennessy truck just crashed right now just 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 out of sheer protest <laughs> if that happen, just I, would,
2: crack- I would be i would be getting off the call making my way to the <laughs> like, i would get a calling like on this uh netflix series manifest i would just, someone would just hit me
0: and <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. me
1: why y'all?
0: Why y'all talking? Y'all just give me a little bit of time. I, <laughs> I, I, I will see what we'll be able to do in terms of uh, uh-uh. sponsorships and partnerships and affiliations and things of that sort.
1: Yeah, uh, man, give so, me all of the stuff, man. So, I so need, stay tuned. Hey, give me some Under Armour drinking gear. Do they have that? Under <laughs> Armour don't even make drinks. <laughs> We talking about a Hennessy, nah? The new F A. Now they got. To, I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> this man said Under Armour drinking gear. We talking about getting. We talking about getting brand partnerships with with
1: uh with Ten spirits.
0: Oh. Spirits. We're talking spirits, uh, partnerships okay. and affiliations. Um okay. well, like I said earlier, tonight's topic is going to be financial energy, and uh, we're going to talk about transferring, withdrawing, and depositing. I think this season we might get a little bit more into the mental Uh, and, 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 you know, in past seasons, we, we would always talk, uh, talk, you know, talk about topics and then always give our, um, our tangibles, like we call them steps to take uh, ways to achieve what we talked about. Um, So it'll be no different, but we might get a little bit more into the mental of things. So we talk financial energy, transfer, withdrawing and depositing. So we'll start with this. Um, the law of the conservation of energy states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only converted from one form of energy to another. This means that a system always has the same amount of energy unless it's added from the outside. Sounds a lot like finance to me. I don't know how it sounds to you all, but to me, it sounds a lot about finance. Uh, because at, at first when I, you know, when when Deshaun, where you hit me with the the task of creating the topic, because they don't never want to let me just come in here and just be like, let's just just go. He's like, at least have a topic. I'm like, all right, here's a topic. And I literally create the topic when you challenge me to create one, because other than that, I'm waiting for the day channel to just let me come here completely blind and be like, rabbit out of the hat, let's go. Um, so I created this topic, uh, because I was like, I wanted to talk about energy, but you know, we, we're, we're brethren life and business unfiltered. So, I mean, energy in, in work, uh, and impersonal personal is very, very important, especially uh, transferring energies from, you know, taking work energy and transferring it into your personal life and taking personal energy and transferring it to your work life. So that way it plays into it. But then when I read the law of the conservation, the law of conservation of energy, it sounded a lot like the financial system, like the money system. So I'll, I'll reverse it. You know, well, I'll I'll edit it and say it the law of conservation of finance money states that money finance and can neither be created nor destroyed only converted from one form of money to another. This means that a system always has the same amount of money unless it's added from the outside. Now money, you know, can be a, you know, we're using this as a blanket term for things that hold value. Um, mm-hmm. You know? So and if we, if we, if we truly, and if we truly think about it, going going high level here there is a finite amount of quote-unquote money in the world there's an illusion that money is you know created but based on the law it can neither be created nor destroyed only converted from one form to another this means that a system always has the same amount unless unless it's added from the outside now, that's when that's when that's when it that's when it changes meaning for me where it's like, OK, if there is a finite amount of money or value, mm. uh, the only way that you can change that that is if it's from the outside. Now, we can go down a whole rabbit hole of what outside truly means because, you know, you know, you got the Federal Reserve Bank, you've mm. got the national banks of all of that. So, you know, if one of these banks takes their money and puts it into another bank, then that's how you add money to it. But that's a whole thing. But financial energy, let's start with the basics, the base, the base of the energy and just the transferring session. We're talking about transferring, withdrawing, and depositing, And we'll keep it energy focused. But in turn, y'all see where I'm going with this. Y'all know, put put the two worlds together. Um, But in terms of transferring energy, um, and this is something that uh, I don't, I know that you're, you know. Doc, you 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 work in you work in education uh, and finance, and then you also outside of that, uh, I mean you you still you know in both arenas you do uh, financial education, but you know you do it at a collegiate level and also at a corporate level. Deshawn, mm-hmm. you are you know you you are you are in a, in a sense in you know like sales slash education, uh, advising consulting in terms of finance. Um, myself, I'm in retail corporate corporate retail, but at once I was in Customer facing, but then everybody's everybody's job has its level of uh, stress and its level of the level of energy that's in the place, uh, in the in the role and in the position. The first question to both of you, and I'll start with you, DJ, is speak about the tra- the, the the handling of energy in terms of your job, and then. For context, so we know where we're headed with this, we'll talk about the personal energy and how not to let those energies intertwine. Because whatever little bit I know about energies, if you got two little energy balls, they're not supposed to like tap each other because then you get like an explosion or something it's like a atom splitting or something like that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that my first, my first question, the first point that I wanted that I want to get at is the tran the, the, the atmosphere of energy that is created in, in, in your roles. And how, you know, how do you, you know, how do you put on the scientific, quote unquote, scientific aspect and handle that energy?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, for me, like you said, in in my day to day, I'm in, I'm in a corporate setting, right? But my job is to be out with clients. And so that it does two things for me. Number one, I have to bring a certain level of energy to the table so that I set the tone of quote unquote, control the temperature in the rooms that I'm in, right? And so if I'm going to be the thermostat or the thermometer, I need everyone to feed off me. And so that puts me in a situation where, number one, I need to have the right amount of debits, quote unquote, in my in my energy account so that there could be withdrawals made from it. And then I'm focused on building relationships with people that are going to turn around and deposit some of those things back into me. So I'm not having insufficient funds in terms of energy, if that makes sense. Right. And hold so- on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. Because ladies and gentlemen, this man just took, oh my goodness. Oh man. This is, this is like, this is why we do this. Honestly, I'm being real with you. This is why we do this because you just literally took my metaphor out of my brain and put it in such a. I I want you to say it again. I want, I want to play it back. But I want you to say again, as you can, because you said you want to you want to control the energy and have enough of the energy
2: deposit. You, you, you needed an- <laughs> you needed enough energy. I, I, yeah. Say it. Again. I run it. I run it back, Turbo. There we so, go. What I'm, so, again, one of the things that I have to do is we talk about the temperature in the room. My job is to control that temperature or the level of energy in the room. So I don't want it to be too hot, too cold or too high are too low. So I know that people are feeding off me. They're taking their cues from me. So when I walk in the room, I have to have the proper amount of, of, of funding in terms of my energy, right? So if I have an energy budget, I need to be at a certain level because I know that some people are going to take from it, which means there's going to be some some uh, some debits that are coming from this this energy budget. But then consequently, my goal is to build relationships with people that are willing to also make deposits back into me. So I don't have insufficient funds in terms of energy. The reason why that's important for me is because that creates a work-life balance, right? So I'm not bringing that negative energy home, right? Because it also plays into what you talk about from a relationship perspective on the home front. When you bring work home in a negative way, it just lends itself to you debiting someone else's account. Repeatedly, right? So, whether that be your friends, your family, whomever, they're running on an energy budget too. But if you flip this thing on its head and you really look at it from a financial perspective, this is really what your financial um, picture looks like. Are you expending too much energy or money on the wrong things? Do you have too much going out in areas that are not quote unquote investment related? To make, um, to make make your money grow or work for you so that you're bringing other things in. So, so I, want, I want things, not necessarily to be a one-to-one risk reward ratio for me, but I don't want to get into trading my energy for three for one, four for ones, where I'm the one always expending energy or I'm the one always spitting out money, spewing out money and I don't have any balance. So even as it relates to like protecting your energy or, quote, unquote, keep that same energy, if you want that balance not to dip below a certain level, you're going to need to be able to keep that same energy, meaning you need to balance things. And everything starts with balance. Balance is the key. So you got to balance that energy budget.
0: That's going to do it for us here at the Bridgerton Podcast. I'm sorry, Doc, you didn't get to say nothing profound tonight. You said
2: it. You said Fischer it
0: all. should just, just said it all, and he just did it all. And I think that was maybe like five minutes. So that's the beginning of season three, ladies and gentlemen. It's been real. Look, it's the shortest episode ever. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know what to do, Doc. So uh, District kind of hit on the point of being uh, being somewhat of you know being being aware of your energy uh, consumption, and yeah. you know in terms of especially in you know in this day and age, we're talking about an actual you know actual energy uh, power. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, people are very energy conscious, you know, what's what, you know, turning off, you know, turning off appliances, getting uh, LED bulbs, you know, the whole thing, solar panels, Different, diff- you know, and mm-hmm. trying to be conservative and being sustainable. Um, and you being the personal finance professional that you are, um, speak a little bit about, uh, about that as well as, you know. Understanding what your "quote unquote" energy consumption, and in in, in in both terms, in terms of your actual energy that you're putting out and receiving in, and also on the financial front, your financial energy, what do you put yeah. out? Because also in in terms of financial energy, uh, what comes to my mind is just what do you exude, and not in terms of the flashiness of oh I have money, but just your financial energy that you exude uh, in general. If you if you if you get what I'm saying, but I'll, I'll let no. you. I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give you the same bait that I gave Destrian to see if you understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I think that uh I think that your point and uh Destrian's points especially were were really good ones. When you start to think about money in general, uh money it is a is a point in the evolution of of people relating their work to getting something in return from somebody else, right? And so it all comes from bartering, where you, you know, I might be a baker, you might be a butcher, you know. right? yeah, you need bread, I need steaks, come together, we make sandwiches, you know, This this makes everybody better off. But it's all somebody bringing energy that they have, right? They're bringing their own personal energy, their own know-how, and there's a financial value, even no matter what, all the way back to the caveman days, whether it was completely assigned or not, or an efficient marker of how valuable they were, there was a value set on what they did. And so the efforts that you put out there, you know, most of us pay guys to a paycheck typically nowadays. Right, and that is a proxy for what it is that you're supposed to be bringing in value to whatever company that you're working with, right? And, and obviously, they probably are trying to get more out of you than your salary is paying. Otherwise, you know, you're not really a <laughs> you're not you're not really a solid endeavor long term if you're costing the company more than you're bringing in, right? So, at the end of the day. <laughs> um when you think about it, the whole point of an economic system in general is to allow people to operate by some set of mutually beneficial rules. Now, if you know the rules and you know how to play the game, then you can get ahead. If you don't know the rules, you'll be among the people who aren't as good at playing the game and you'll suffer. But the game nonetheless really does boil down to your own energy that you're bringing to the table, Mm -hmm. that how well you can do that and translate that to some sort of financial means that's going to fuel the other things that you want in life.
2: So, so doc, when he talks about the fact that, um, the whole aspect of it, not being able to be created, um, nor destroyed, I want to specifically focus on like the destroy piece, right? Because I think yeah. because we, when we think about creating wealth, we're not we're not creating money. We're creating, we're, well, we're we're capitalizing on ideas and turning them into opportunity, and that turns into money yeah. that's already in in rotation, so to speak, or in the in
1: this ecosystem. So yeah, but is it about like it, you've got an entirely new idea drawing sometimes entirely new dollars? And I'm not saying. I'm just saying not every analogy works perfectly right right, right. and so when we talk about when we talk about financial energy the dollars we use you know can' fluctuate but the actual productivity behind them is a function of what everybody is bringing at one time in the United States or wherever it is like it's right. a function of the productivity of those people
0: so check this and so so check this because I see I see I see I see your point. But then to to reinforce the point of it, you know, it can either be created or destroyed. Every single person on this earth has some type of value and potential mm-hmm. far beyond what they will ever, you know, whatever they will ever be uh, paid in terms of, you know, you know, a job. Let's, you know, so to speak. So it's like, you know, Destrian could literally Destrian is worth it. an you know, priceless in terms of untapped potential, tapped potential, and you add all that together. But no company can ever, you know, nobody can ever afford that. But now when you, t- you know, it's, it's like we know that there's a finite amount of gold in the world. Yeah. And uh, so up until a certain point before diamond, you know, diamonds have intrinsic value. Uh, but, you know, precious metals and things of that nature, there's a finite amount of it. Obviously, we've created copies uh, and replacements and things of that nature, but there's a finite amount. And even though there's a value assessed to what we currently have that price and that value changes based on you know just like the price of gold like well it's based yeah. on how many people are in the system and exactly it's based on,
2: it's so based on, it's based on so many other factors so if i go print more money the value of the money in the system goes down so in essence you have more paper in mm-hmm. the system but the value remains mm-hmm. the same it's just more people passing around and you really get to see that when you If you if you are a trader, for example, in my business, if I'm trading and I'm trading on spreads, you go ahead and flood the market with more volume. And I'll show you how you make money because I'm going to capture that spread. And you got to be careful with people like that, because when you talk about energy, those are energy vultures. They're Mm. always capturing the spread, whether it's a whether it's a a, it's a downtrend. They're going to catch you on the downside, whether you're going up. They want to catch you on the upside too. it doesn't matter. They're always in a position to take the so energy you have to be careful with that. Exactly. The energy holds. What I was specifically trying to trying to get to was the fact that I think sometimes we think about creating wealth. We think we're going out creating, you know, um, money. Wealth is a concept. It's not it's something that is abstract, right? It's not a hard dollar amount. It is a concept based on value that you uh, accumulate over time and i think we we often think about rich now people can define rich as an amount of money but wealth is a is a state of being so to speak you you are a, you are a wealthy person you put yourself and your family in a situation that's generational that that's that's much different and when we think about things being created or destroyed i wanted to wanted to frame that in the context of look at the new forms of currency that are coming out so these things are being um, they're being created, but they're taking away from some of the more mundane ways of exchanging or doing the barter system as Dr. Loving was talking about. So do you have more money in the system? Not necessarily. You have more opportunity in a variety of ways, so to speak.
0: So here's this, here's this other little side portion to that. Cause I know you, you kind of alluded to crypto is, when we talking about the destroy portion of this, you know, this quote unquote law, um, is that they burn cryptos. You know, it's a lot of the action, a lot of the cryptos, the different cryptos, there's a process called burning where they, in, in essence, destroy them to
1: Make balance,
0: you know, it, it not not even not necessarily increase it they consider it like a balance because you know it's this you know the whole ecosystem of crypto but it, they don't do they don't consider doing it for the increase of value they do it to in to create that balance in the market to where it's like if we're you know something i'm not you know i'm not versed in it 100 okay. percent. i just understand basis of it but we having this you know this broad conversation, and we we're comparing it to energy and stuff. So I just wanted to throw that tidbit in there. They they do in essence
2: consider themselves to destroy. Um, well, even, yeah. even even with that, so it's just like you can't throw money. I can't I can't throw money away. I can I can lose some money, mm-hmm. but I can't. Th- money goes it goes somewhere. It either goes back into the system, or it or it's generating wealth for someone else. So when we talk about this transfer, that's the that's the key word this transfer is happening all around us every day so whether you're conscious of it or not you are a part of something that either you are the person that's always sending this energy or these dollars out or you're going to find a way to put yourself in a situation where you have some yin and yang going on where yeah i'm giving some i'm giving some money out or some energy out but i'm also investing it in places where i know it's going to come back to me with a return on my investment. And I think that's the thoughtfulness that we have to start going into things with, like to make it real, like to make it real life. What you're saying makes so much sense to me. You know, if I, if, if I was going to, if I only knew I had a certain amount of energy to spend in a day, man, I'm, I'm going to think about that. So critical, so critically and strategically, because I know I got to make it through the end of the day, but I know all my responsibilities. We don't think about money in that way. We go from point A to point B. and We'll figure it out. Right. If you knew you were going to run out of gas, right? And you knew exactly Jesus. when you you would you would never do it. Well, most of us wouldn't, but right. because when like, that light come on, I know I got fifteen. <laughs> look, depending 15 on the car. Miles, huh?
0: Hey, look, depending on the car. Some of them cars say thirty, so I, I already know I got thirty more. Uh, so, but you bring up a good point. Uh, in terms and I want to throw this to you doc and get your perspective because especially with the personal uh, aspect, the personal, you know, um, when we're talking about energy and I want you to talk a little bit about operating out of energy depletion. Yeah. Because often a lot of people operate out of, and we're talking energy and financial energy. We talk about both of them because there are people who go into a space with no energy for that space, but they still operate in that space. And it could be, and you know, and it's not even it's, energy's not even being transferred. It's like it's like a light bulb that's not burning as brightest, but it ain't dead yet. Yeah, man. But it's it's on, you know, it's on, but it ain't really illuminating because it's not enough energy there. Mm-hmm. Something something's something's clogging it up. And in turn we talking about in terms of financial energy and actual. Your energy. Yeah. So speak on, you know, operating out of this deplete, you know, a depleted state, uh, because in terms of energy, both, you know, in ber- both aspects of what we're talking about, we also want to talk about sustainability. Destrian brought up that point, where, you know, in terms of rich versus wealthy, you know, rich is I shine bright like a diamond. Boom. But them, them balls burn quick. Are you sustainable yeah. like an LED that can last for, you know, five, 10 years? So speak, speak, speak on that, you know, the energy, the, you know, operating in depletion.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the tough things that I think um, anybody has a hard time with this. Like, you don't want to go through tough times just in general. Right. But. At the same time, it's even worse when you like going through tough times after other tough times, after other tough times, plus you gotta work, plus you just feel like it's so much stacked on top of you. And you then, if you have children, you always have obligations to them, to other people sometimes in your life. And so in general, you can just feel beaten down, like and, and desperate sometimes if you're not careful. And so you have to have outlets for yourself. You can't let these people get to you to the point that they become drains on your energy or make your day horrible, make your life horrible. You have to, like, figure out ways to move around that. Whether it's at the job and there's somebody that's like consistently negative, it doesn't really bring anything to the table. You have to figure out how to navigate and manage the relationship with that individual so it's not so caustic and costly to you. That's the deal. At the end of the day, all of this stuff that you're doing is not so much about making anybody else's life. It's about managing your own energy, managing your own resources, your own finances in ways that best benefit you. But it does, to some degree, involve the way in which you interact with other people, right? And so when you talk about your energy being depleted, I think oftentimes, sure, it can come from the normal work that you're doing where you just can get exhausted over time. But a lot of it comes from the interactions that we have with people. And I would encourage you to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative as much as you possibly can with people. Did
0: you just did you just uh, reference
1: a a movie?
0: (laughs) isn't Isn't that in a song? eliminate the negative accentuate the positive like that's, all, a, that's off the jungle this, book right? that's off the jungle book way, that's part yeah. of uh bare necessities
1: yeah 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 I've, le- I've, le- I've learned a lot from balu hey look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look you better I mean, drop you
0: better you better drop them childhood nuggets of wisdom uh, that right. we didn't pick up as children right but look, Baloo. it's all look it's all about the bare necessities y'all
1: Right, man. Don't let these people get you off. Because what happens is you start you start thinking this regular little stuff is life or death, man. Start like fighting and, and scrapping and ready to die over dumb shit. And that is a problem for a lot of people when we talk about financial depletion or any other energy depletion, but especially financial. Man, you know, your pockets empty now you 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 bad because you broke now somebody come and step on your one thing you got your white air force ones and just <laughs> just smash mud all into your shoes so so is it now, now you to ready say, to catch a felony for what
0: for so something it,
1: that so is it safe did,
0: to say that your financial energy really has a large uh it, it, you know, it, it, it determines a, a, a good bit of your actual
1: energy. Man, it can impact so much of what you do because being broke can put you at the end of your rope. And mm-hmm. when you get there, when somebody comes at you the wrong way, you always got the wrong answer to that question. Like, you always in a position where, like, okay. Like they say on Clubhouse, to- gyms
0: being dropped. Being <laughs> broke will have you at the end <laughs> of your rope.
1: Oh, that's not that like something from Good Times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, look, that's a, that's a reference from a Sand for the Sun episode. I don't remember. <laughs> they gotta be, they gotta be, but it's gotta
1: be from somewhere. In it's, it's got that look.
0: They came, they came straight. They came straight out of a mouth of, of somebody in the era of Jive Turkeys. You know? <laughs> Being broke, I have you at the end of your rope.
2: Show you right. Now you got to say Jack at the end of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Jack. And then do that time hand down like oh, this. Man. Your hand behind you, slip me some skin. Like yeah. Slip.
0: Me, slip yeah. Me. Give me five on the black hand side. It's quite the error. i I'll catch you later, Jack. <laughs> but um you gentlemen have done phenomenal um helping me hit these three points, you know. Uh, the, you know, if I was a preacher, you two would be my ghostwriters for my sermons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's all but right, we, do I get the ride in the Bentley?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, after we get after we get done, I have a, I have a conversation for you gentlemen to have, and it it it, 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 it involves Bentley. So okay, um, <laughs> um, so we talked about transferring, we talked about withdrawing, we touched at depositing. So here's now the question, because the law states. The system always has the same amount of energy unless it's added from the outside. How do we add? How do we deposit energy into ourselves? Mm -hmm. Because we can often, you know, create these scenarios like, oh, you know, you know, go outside and you know just take a break. But we're talking energy. We're electron. We're electric. You know, you know, when 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 our heart stops, they use electricity to get us back going. We are actual energy. We are walking energy and every essence of it and i think we have to understand that but how do i deposit energy into myself how do i how do i get myself that's that 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 stimulus whether it's stimuli stimulus in terms of financial or that stimuli we're talking electric energy
2: how do i do that so i think this is the human element thing that we talk about all the time right so you got to have good people around you Good people bring good energy. And they help recharge you. We're just like batteries. Also, you, you probably will notice the more active you are, the more energy you have. So it seems counterintuitive, but it's really the truth. The more active you are, the more energy you'll have. Go do a workout. You're, you're, you're tired. You're, 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 you feel like you've expended or extended yourself. But as soon as you shower, you sit down, you just yeah. almost feel rejuvenated. It's something about the natural things in this world that just do something to you. Water, the sun, um, being happy, like finding yourself mm-hmm. in a happy space, just your mental, emotional um, health. That also helps recharge you when you're not constantly trying to figure life out. And that's why these decisions have such an impact on you. So one of the overarching things I will say about reinvesting or giving yourself a little bit more energy, making better decisions because that all adds up to the sum of the stressors in your life
1: yeah man i love all that i would uh i just add that you can actually create a connection between yourself and the earth in general like oh he about to get all professory on me but like as your body has electrical current and the ground itself, you know how they talk about grounding electrical current. Well, there are those who think, and I'm one of the people who uh, who practices this, that you can get energy and healing properties and nutrients from the ground itself and just putting your bare feet on the ground can be helpful. So use five minutes a day. I just go out there, just put my bare feet in the ground, you know. And Ladies just, and gentlemen,
0: just uh, you know, as a as a
1: uh, as a asterisk on that,
0: Doctor Levin's backyard has like an Olympic sized pool in it. So you know, <laughs> no, he, you know, he, he not he not just he not just going, you know, he not just going in this little, you know, little miniature little piece of piece of grass. This man's this man's backyard is <laughs> this, large. <laughs> no.
1: This is a nice backyard, but I'm just saying, like. <laughs> That's how really, you, That's how wealthy
0: people talk. I got a nice backyard. <laughs> we you, t- you, you talk? water about? park.
1: That's <laughs> just, just a little pool and spa. <laughs> yeah, that's see nice that's see, look. Treatment. That's that's
0: That's well. <laughs> look, regular folk like myself come at it be like, yeah, he got a he got a hot tub and a, a hot tub and a pool. <laughs> But like, no, sir, that is, that is a built in. That is not, that's, we call that a spot. It's it's not a hot tub. That didn't come from Sam's.
1: Uh, (laughs) Those are nice (laughs) too. What were we talking about? My goodness. lost <laughs> my, my,
0: my dog on subject, man. <laughs> my bad. You were, you, were, you, were, you were talking profoundly.
1: He, he was grounding uh, himself. Yeah, oh, we were talking about grounding. Him. Yeah. But that, oh, look, that so it's, was, just, that one, it's just one of the ways where you're like, okay. Wait, I'm just saying, like, you got to think about it. Your body is an instrument. You want to make sure you give it all of the things that it needs. But you also have to give yourself time to sleep, rest, create. And that's where you're recharging. In a lot of ways you're not spending much expending much energy. You're sleeping, but you're gaining energy. And during that time of rest is where you get the energy that you will need to do newer and better and, and, and more important things going forward the next day. So that rest is where you is, is where you start to deposit energy. And you have okay. to give yourself that effectively in order to do what you need to do and do it well.
2: Now, Doc, flip, let's let's flip it right back. Financial aspect of things. Sometimes you need to give that account a rest too. Yeah, just just put the card down. Put these <laughs> stop stop swiping. You yeah. know, Amazon. Just and it's maybe it's a financial detox if you want to call it that. Like just just take your time, and you don't have to have a a a a, a three sixty or one eighty today but man just just a small detox if it's something that you know you're doing that's really mm-hmm. habit forming you need to try to take a step back if it's coffee every day get it get it 3 times a week and then put those savings up and sometimes that recharge comes in the form of seeing the waste like oh wow I was really doing that and that yeah. can, that can cultivate a lifestyle change that can supercharge or lead to supercharging your financial future so that's yeah. more coming in than it is going out and you're having you're transferring that within yourself. That's an ecosystem shift when it right there within yourself.
0: And I think that plays a big part of, you know, when we're talking of energy consumption, whether it be financial energy or energy in general, um, being aware of your consumption, uh, because a lot of a lot of us are unaware of our consumption. Um, you know, I know there, you know, there's always the uh the meme of, you know, stop drinking Starbucks and you can become rich. And it's like, you know what? Honestly, no, you won't. Like, let's be real. Stopping and drinking and Starbucks ain't, especially if Starbucks is that thing that gives you your energy. But like should said, you know, you know, if if, if you if you're spending an absorbent amount of money, I guarantee you, you could find basically. I I guarantee you, most people that drink Starbucks can find something else in their life that is consuming a lot more energy, financial energy, than their daily coffee. Because especially, you know, if you work in a certain environment. You know, you need your coffee. That's the thing is, you know, you need it. Obviously, you can find alternatives, green tea, you know, working out or something like that. But, you know, all of that's going to come with a cost to it. But, you know, stopping drinking Starbucks ain't so. But being aware of your actual energy consumption to know like, oh, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I'm paying. I got two or three of these streaming services on auto pay that's costing 30, $40 a month that I'm not using at all. Turn it off. You know, right. just like you know, right around you know, I think it was probably right around the the the, the mid to late '90s. Uh, I remember that's when you know energy consumption started you know being big and uh, Louis the light bulb and you know they had all of the people mm-hmm. and the energy the actual energy hogs was like oh you know change your you know change your insulation get new windows things of that nature you know just being aware and they started putting the uh, the yellow stickers on appliances to let you know how much it's costing you energy and led light bulbs in that sense you know in that sense but everybody you know at that point now people are aware of their energy consumption in terms of you know actual electrical engineering with appliances and things of that nature and i think we as as, as people also have to be aware of our energy consumption like what is taking up so much of my financial energy. What is, is this job taking so much of my energy that I have no energy to give at home? Or is home taking so much of my energy that I don't have enough to give at work? Where's my balance? How do I balance? But the only way that I can do it is I have to be aware. And that's where things like budgets come in place. But even outside of a budget, which is a, you know, know, a, a, a form, you know, in a lot of cases, it can be a form. You know, you come to somebody like, you can come to somebody like a Dr. Loving, Oh, Wells, because Dr. Loving is a certified financial professional. That's why the CFP, that's what that stands for. Dexter Wells has uh, licenses and uh, investments and soon to be alternative investments and things of that nature where he is qualified, certified and stamped and approved to, you know, talk about these things with you where they can give you a form that says, hey, here's. You know here's your budget how much you spend on entertainment clothing food those things but when we're talking about our 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 actual energy our physical energy there's no form for that that takes that takes that uh that introspect if you will where it's like okay let me let me let me let me determine where my energy consumption is coming is this job stressing me to the point that I have nothing left to give outside of my job.
1: Okay. So
0: now I need to I need to focus my attention on this job to say, okay, I maybe need to divert some energy to figuring out to you know to get rid of this, you know. Yeah. And sometimes that source of you know powerful energy consumption is like, you know what, I gotta cut this off now. You know, yeah. like dang, my light bill is astronomical. Turn all the lights off right now. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta come to a hard stop right now because this is taking way too much, and you know we about to have a blackout. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that if we can talk about this in an in a energy, in a energy mm-hmm. point, especially with a lot of the things that's going on in the world right now. Praying for mm-hmm. Louisiana and the and you know part, you know parts of the Gulf Coast, they have no power, mm-hmm. and it was and you know out in out in the in the West where they're having wildfires, they're being limited uh because of the wildfires on their energy consumption the texas was going through you know texas and uh and parts of the west so hot that you gotta cut back on your inner on your energy consumption so you know we we see it and it's it's a very it's a very real thing but i like the way that we're able to talk about it financial energy and energy at the same time because like you stated doc like your financial energy will really determine your energy like if you got good financial energy. You good. Yeah. If you wealthy, you good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You besides, you know, my, you know, like, well, uh, who was I say? Minus the bullshit, life's great. Like right. good.
1: Right.
0: I got enough yeah. money. I'm not worried about my bills getting paid.
1: Right. I'm not
0: worried about my children being straight, you know, outside, you know, once I'm dead and gone. I'm not even worried about my grandchildren. I'm not even worried about my great-grandchildren at this point. I'm I'm mentally my mental energy is good. Yeah. But if my financial energy is not in that good place, my energy here, because obviously if my financial energy is in a certain level, my energy got to be, I got to raise my energy to be like, yo, I got to get this. I got to get this money. I got to get this bread. Yeah. And now your energy is consumed by that
1: yeah. yeah. where,
0: you know, it's it's fight or flight.
1: Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I don't know that everybody creates and is their most effective under those circumstances, Right. You don't want to put yourself in a position where everything is do or die, fight or flight. What are we going to do? Like, that's why doing some um, sensible financial planning early on can save you a whole lot of heartache in the end, a whole bunch of headache all the time. Right. Like, I wonder sometimes when I watch people do things and, and I, pay, you know, you'll have them in your life, too, where you see folks making the same mistake over and over again. And it's like, well, why would you continue to do this, considering the cost that it it you know it, it laid on you the first time? But a lot of times, you know, folks help them out, and they you know, it, there's always an excuse and everything else. And then what happens? Oh, boom! Right back again, and and to the point of you know keeping the same energy. It's real tough sometimes when you're in a in a bad rut right people just continue to do the same things and I think sometimes if you're in a better place you look down to the person in the rut you're like oh I could probably pick them up and you have to recognize that at some point when you jump down in the rut to pick them up you stay down there long enough you're basically in the rut you know you're not, you're not in the position of lifting up and all the rest of that. And I say that because what happens is people think that they can save people when they can't, you know? You can't. What have You can't save people. People have to choose to save themselves. I mean, I'm not saying that literally. Like, if somebody's drowning and they go limp, then yeah, pull them out. But what I'm saying in terms of life, in terms of their own decisions, nah, you can't, you can't, decide what somebody else is going to do you only get to make decisions for yourself and it's frustrating as hell to watch sometimes because you be sitting there like man come on man it's like the third time you've gone through this why are you continuing to do this to yourself if this was a television show they would cancel it for being unrealistic because nobody would do this again but here we are Right. And that's how sometimes we are as people, man. We sometimes make the same mistakes over and over again, waste the same amount of energy, even more energy. And if it's nothing that you gain from this conversation other than this today, recognize the energy is precious. Right. You don't get an infinite amount of energy. You just don't. That's not to say that you can't get you can't get bored, you can't sleep better, you can't uh, have an incredible muse, you can't have a, a a time where you just have unexplained productivity that's just blessed. All of those things can happen, but at the end of the day, what you produce is going to be a function of what it is that you brought to the table to get the job done. And if you aren't disciplined and you can't handle. The resources that you've been given, there's going to be some level of squandering, and you may not reach where you ought to have gone to or the the levels that you could have gone to because, you know, you didn't do what you should have done. And I think to everybody, I don't care who you are, we can admit at least to one time where we didn't do what we should have done, and we would be better off if we had done what we should have done. Listen, I think that's a mark mean, of an intelligent person. You out
0: here only wanting
1: to admit to one. <laughs> Let me meet I'm you.
0: Just, you know, Te- teach saying. me the way that you was you did it one time and you never did it
1: again. <laughs> Please do, because look, but, as a real
0: but, person, you've done it at, at multiple stages and levels in life. It's been, you but, know,
1: but you see these people who never want to admit and act like, you know, all everything that happened was just some tragedy that befell me. Now, most of the tragedies that I have experienced were self-inflicted tragedies, you know, the stuff that cost me time, money, effort, and anguish, mostly dumb decisions that I did to me. And the best thing that I could do with in regard to those decisions is recognize that I was the one that made them, right? Because then, you know, okay, well, you did this. It's not as though you are cursed or something happened that's out of your control. Now make better decisions. True
2: Pretty man. simple.
1: Um, so, since you heavily
0: uh, weighed in on mistakes, I'm going to go ahead and say this is not season three of the Breadroom Podcast. This will be season five of the yeah. Podcast. <laughs> uh, because you talked about desperation, and I wanted to reference. Uh, the Operation Desperation episode, which is in fact season four, episode five of the Brethren Podcast. So uh take a listen to that uh <laughs> to that. This is season five of the Brethren See, Podcast. Season
1: five is that how we got them Season up, five bro? we
0: are we are five episodes away from fifty.
1: Man, we we need to do something we should get a cake, man, or something like that. For we,
0: look, look, production will work on getting a, a, a cake for us for our 50th episode. It um, could be a, it could be one of those digital cakes. That's all right. <laughs> but I want to, I want to thank you gentlemen for uh, a great conversation, which obviously will open the doors for season five. I like the way we started it off. Uh, so thank you, but I definitely, you know, want to do the due diligence. I'll start with you doc. Um, in terms of closing remarks uh, on financial energy uh, and energy in general, you know. Let's talk. You know, closing thoughts on the transferring, uh, the withdrawing, and the depositing of energy, and this law of energy that that, mm-hmm. that that we abide by, quote unquote.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I always lead with the thought that people are more important than things. <laughs> And there we go, ladies and gentlemen. There we go,
0: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the longest that it has taken us to get to this point, but by golly, we got here. People right. over things. Follow Dr. Ajamu Loving on all, right. uh, all social media at Dr. A-J-A-M-U-L-O-V-I-N-G
1: Dave, Thank you. Ahead, Thank you very much. But it, you know, when we start to it, it, remember the movie The Matrix and the machines were trying to draw energy because the, the sun had been blotted out. And the only place that they could draw energy from is the bodies of human beings. And that's what the whole thing was. They had them all farmed and they were giving them their own memories and thoughts that can get, get them to continue to generate electrical impulses as their hearts beat and their brains start and their bodies moved. And they used those electronic those electrical impulses to fuel their entire alien machine world, right? That that right there, I think, is a microcosm of of life in general. I think that, that picture of you being used as a battery is a good view to some degree on... How you can be used by people in your life in ways that make you feel like you're not even alive, which I think was a major problem associated with the whole thing is that their lives weren't real and they weren't denied actual free will. And so when we start to talk about your financial freedom and your financial fuel that you have and your financial energy, this is what leads you to being free, to being able to decide what you want to do. Do I want to work tomorrow or do I want to play tomorrow? Do I want to live here tomorrow or do I want to live there tomorrow? Am I in a position where if things go badly in the United States, I feel comfortable moving somewhere else? Or am I in a position where I've got to stay where I am because I don't have the means necessary to move where I might need to go? These are existential issues. And so when we're talking about your financial energy, you have to be intentional with it. Sure, you have to balance it and you have to be in a position and put yourself in a position where you have the best opportunities to win going forward and recognize the stakes can be high. If you're frivolous with it, you got to know that, you know, the world isn't going to take care of you. You have to put yourself in a position where you can take care of yourself. And I think when you do that, you'll be surprised at how well you're able to live up to your expectations and how great you are at taking care of yourself. So that's all I have on that. Most definitely.
0: Uh,
1: Desha, now
2: pass it to you. Yeah, so I can be relatively brief because Doc did a fantastic job summing it up. I think for me, it just really comes down to a a few basic things, right? Number one, the concept of protect yourself at all times is just like a boxing match. So, um, you know, you want to protect yourself at all times. You want to protect those uh, deposits that you're making. And it's like playing offense and defense. The deposits are the offense, but you definitely need to have your guards up for the people who are looking to make withdrawals. And you need to make sure that those withdrawals are worthy, right? So if you're going to take that punch, or expel that energy, make sure it's something that's worth it. And then as it relates to to you, where you're placing your energy and your value, again, protecting yourself, make sure it's a, it's a reasonable place where you're putting this so that when, whatever comes back to you is positive. Because remember, what you put out, you do get back. And that is a, uh, that is a core function of uh, keeping that same energy, so to speak. So I hope tonight has been good for somebody. I hope it's metaphorically spoken to you in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion. But it's good to be back. We've missed y'all. We look forward to uh season three.
0: <laughs> season five. <laughs> I uh, I know you uh I know you multitasking right now, so you uh, you yeah, might not have heard me. yeah, this is uh I I made a mistake and said season three.
2: I'm trying to go with you, man. Uh,
0: I know. Look, so look, I, I I have to I have to retract my previous statements in the beginning of the episode. This is season five of The Bredger because Doc said um Doc triggered the thought. Doc said Doc mentioned like operating out of desperation. I was like, ah, we have an episode, Operation Desperation. What let me go, let me go look at that and see so I can reference it for the people. Um and I looked at it and i was like, and it's like Operation Desperation, Season Four, Episode Five of the Bridger Podcast. So, yeah, this is Season Five, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we, we we this will be this will make four episodes until we hit fifty. Doc wants a cake, so we'll figure it out. Um, but I said it before, and I'll say it again. I want to uh, thank my illustrious colleagues for always embarking on this journey with me. Uh, from the from when we started this, you know, it's it's always been. This super organic, super fluid uh, symbiosis of uh, the meeting of the minds. I don't even know if those words go together in that sense, but they're going to go together today. Uh, so I'll close with this. Protect your neck. Protect your energy at all costs. And we talk of financial energy and energy uh, in general. You have to protect it. You know, there are now exposed wires in your homes. All of your wires are insulated. It's for a reason. Avoid the energy hogs. Be aware of your energy consumption. Take an energy budget just like you would do a financial budget. We're talking about financial energy and energy in general. And I love that they're intertwined and, uh, you know, enter and, and like they, they, did, they can mean the same thing. They're, they're heavily correlated. Your financial energy is heavily correlated with your overall energy. Like we said, if it, if you got high financial energy, if you're if you're wealthy, your overall personal energy should be, and most of the times, is good. Now, there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy, but that's another episode. Be sustainable. Understand and be aware of where your energy is being consumed, where you have heavy consumption. Figure out that balance. DJ talked about it. Being sustainable is finding that balance. You know, all right. Transfer, withdrawing to deposit be a battery in your own machine. Doc hit on it, doc hit on it at the end, right? At the end where he said, "Look, you could be really taking your energy, being a battery for somebody else's machine." And that could be the difference between you know, being sustainable and being depleted. But the only way you can do that is, you know, being aware of your energy consumption. Take care of the conduit The conduit being you, the conduit being us, the conduit being me. Take care of the conduit. Take care of the conduit. Take care of the conduit. We are walking, living, breathing energy. We must take care of the conduit. Financial energy and energy in general all depends on us taking care of the conduit. I'll say it again. Take care of the conduit we are the conduits if your wires is afraid what we call it what we you got a short it's a short somewhere because <laughs> you're getting a little bit of power but you ain't getting enough there's a short somewhere take care of the conduit protect your neck protect your energy mm-hmm. and be sustainable that's gonna do it for us here at the Brethren podcast we appreciate you all for embarking on these journeys with us uh, you can follow us on all social media at brethren pod. That's B R E A D R E N spelled like bread. Cause we always talking about our bread. We always getting bread website coming soon. Merch coming soon. If y'all feel like supporting us, but we like supporting you, you know, we, we, we do this. We do this to make sure that people get positivity. Uh, we, we, we deposit the energy right now. I like the way season five is starting off, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it because I do this as much for y'all. We do this as much for y'all as we do it for ourselves. So, yeah, we depositing energy right now. But deposit ain't nothing really but a transfer, right? Because we all got it. We all got it. Even when we ain't got it, sometimes we look. Some of us got overdrive protection. huh? Some of us ain't being charged ATM fees. I'm talking financial energy and energy in general. By this point in the episode, you should catch the, the metaphors and the analogies. I hope you do. We love y'all. And ain't know you can do about it. That's going to do it for the Bridger
2: podcast. The start of season five. We love y'all and peace.